0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On3Sports. Jerry, the Longhorns had a big junior day uh, yesterday. uh, And uh, I tell you what, uh, 28 kids in total have scholarship offers from the class of 2024 that were on campus yesterday. It's one of the biggest uh, weekend recruiting uh, things we've seen really since Steve Sarkeesian took over. Uh, and what are, what are your thoughts about just the amount and volume and quality
1: of players on campus yesterday? I thought it was impressive and spoke to kind of, you know, maybe Texas momentum uh, coming off eight and five, the improvement on the field, Arch Manning, uh, the back-to-back top five classes, you know, uh, Bijan winning the Doak. I mean, there's a lot of positives right now around the program. And, look, Texas was going up against LSU and AM junior days. And if you're saying who won junior days as far as who attended, I mean, Texas obviously had a really good day. Um, A number of kids, you know, I know we'll get into it, out of Louisiana, out of Lafayette area. Um, A couple of them that were very impressive from what I hear. And just the out-of-state guys, you know, Georgia, how many states were represented? I mean, California out west. Then you go to Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, I mean, if there's a representation you want at your junior day trying to get in early on these kids and be able to recruit through the whistle and stay in the race all the way until the end, those are the states you want to be in moving to the SEC. Yeah, I mean,
0: basically you could draw a line on I-10 and I-20 and head east, and and Texas was uh, in on a player or two in that category. Uh, Jerry, before we get into some specifics about junior day, uh, you broke the news last night uh, that Texas has indeed offered – Jonathan Davis, a 2023 recruit uh, out of uh, Lawrence County, Mississippi, uh, Monticello High School. He, he is a raw six foot five, three hundred pound uh, defensive lineman. Uh, Bo Davis from the state of Mississippi originally himself. This is a guy who only, whose only other major offer, and it's not necessarily major, is Coastal Carolina at this point. Um, what does a uh, what does uh, Bo Davis see in this guy? And, and what did you learn yesterday, uh, late last night, after you broke that uh, story of his, his uh, offer?
1: Yeah, I think well, one thing we're still learning about him, uh, one thing I've heard is uh, just making some calls. I think he was about 6'4, 250 as a junior. So you're talking about a late bloomer physically, right? Uh, from a smaller town, um, look close on the academic side, right? I mean, he has junior college offers as well. Uh, but remind people, there's no test in this class, so all you have to hit is the two three core. Um, so I think it's, it's a combination of those things, being and probably an inch taller and 50 pounds heavier than he was his junior year than his junior year. Um, and look, he played in the Mississippi All Star game, right, in that North South game. So some high school coaches in that state really got to know him and see him up close for a few days. And it, it, it I don't think it's a surprise after that that. Uh, Texas knows about him, and what I can say is, report on Inside Texas, I believe Bo Davis is scheduled to be out at at Lawrence County High this week, Uh, and if things go well, an official visit next weekend, the weekend before signing day is likely. That would mean that there are two guys out there Texas still recruiting. Right. Uh, right. Uh,
0: Jonathan Davis, now the new name that we're we're talking about here, Uh, as well as Deuce Robinson, the tight end out of uh, the Phoenix area that uh, has everybody in there their brother trying to recruit him at this point, Georgia, USC, Texas. I think even Oregon is trying to put their, their foot in there right now, but um, all right, let's go on to junior day. Like I mentioned, uh, we're going to focus primarily on 2024s, although there were some 20, (laughs) some elite 2025 guys showing up on campus yesterday, as well as 2026. Even there's one guy uh, that we talked about uh, offline, Jerry, you and I, Uh, but let's focus on the 2024s. There were Four new offers, I believe, that went out to 2024 players. Okay. They were Bennett Warren, an offensive lineman out of Fort Bend Christian, six foot seven, 310 pounds. Blake Frazier, an offensive lineman out of Austin's Vandegrift High School. His dad played uh, football at the University of Michigan. Uh, Melvin Hills, the third out of Lafayette Christian, uh, a defensive lineman, six foot four. Uh, 255 pounds that's one of those Lafayette guys you were talking about in the mm-hmm. state of Louisiana and then another out-of-state guy Kendall Jackson defensive end out of Gainesville Buckholz in the uh, in Florida six foot four 245 his mom's a Gator grad uh, yeah. so it'll be tough but all four of those guys were in town yesterday and, and uh, received offers from the Longhorns
1: yeah I think in in the uh, Kendall Jackson is that just is more emphasis in the state of Florida. So Shard Choice working that Orlando up to Atlanta corridor down in Southwest Florida uh, In Texas. If there's anything we know from this Junior Day, Texas is hunting big frames at edge and defensive tackle. Um, I know we'll get into the you know the Melvin Hills. He's about six four two fifty five, but he's going to be a two hundred ninety pound kid. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. There's a lot of good players in the Lafayette area of Louisiana next year, which is interesting. Look, Texas has been down there. They recruited Derek Williams at New Iberia. Uh, they Terry Joseph, Bo Davis, Brandon Harris, all those guys. They all have connections in the state of Louisiana. Um, and I know I want to talk about Dominic McKinley, a kid that was in that I heard got some really good reviews yesterday. Um, but they're hunting big bodies. I want to talk about the Isaiah. Uh, Faga, uh, the, the, the defensive tackle, committed the Utah to Phoenix City Central. He was 6'2, 290 yesterday on his visit. So he checked the size frame boxes, a heck of a player. Uh, so there's a lot of guys. Um, it, it's obvious Texas is hunting those big bodies on the defensive front as they're moving towards about a year away from the SEC. And that goes into the Jonathan Davis kid, too. He's 6'5, 300 pounds. Texas passed on a kid like Justin Benton, who is six foot 280, more in the Byron Murphy mold. Not that Byron Murphy is not a really good player. Texas just wants those bigger bodies as they head east into the uh, power conference.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to me. I'm sitting here looking at the list, and it, it, it really was uh, loaded on the two lines of scrimmage. Yes. Um, I would say the other position that you just have to go wow about are, are the running backs, um, yes. possibly the top one and two running back in the country. Uh, were on campus in Taylor Tatum out of Longview, uh, and then Jarrett Gibson out of uh, IMG down in Florida, both on campus as well as James Peoples. He's been offered uh, out of San Antonio's Veterans Memorial. Um, Jerry, 15 offers on the offensive side of the ball uh, already there. Trey Owens in town. Uh, Ja'Kyle Baker out of uh, Brownsboro, the big receiver. Micah Hudson, of course, was a late addition and a good one. Uh, One of the top players in the state and country, perhaps. A wide receiver out of Lake Belton. Uh, And then, you know, you start just talking about it. Daniel Cruz, one of the state's top offensive linemen. Uh, Nyler Daniels out of New Jersey was in town. Uh, Blake Frazier, Nate Kibble, Blake Ivy, Michael Uni, Bennett Warren, Ori Williams, uh, DeAndre Carter from California. All those linemen have been offered. That's, I count just 10 on the offensive line alone that had been offered uh, that were in town. That's a pretty impressive group. So it's not just defense. It's big bodies everywhere.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about those two offers on the offensive line. Uh, Bennett Warren's a kid at Fort Bend Christian out in Sugar Land or um, I went out to see him this season. His high school coach is Jordan Black. Uh, Bobby, obviously you covered his recruitment. Uh, Jordan played in the NFL a long time, with the Notre Dame over Texas. Uh, Matt Brown came in, and Jordan told me the story. It was actually really funny when I went over to see Bennett Warren. Um, and Jordan was like, yeah, you know, Matt Brown came in, and man, he almost got it done at the end. He said, I knew he was going to be – my family knew he was going to be very successful based on the in-home, but he said he had those relationships with Notre Dame, so it, Notre Dame. but." On Bennett Warren, he's being coached by a former, what, 10 year NFL vet as the head coach. Uh, Bennett Warren's a kid who's seven, about 305, and he's going to be a late developer. And when I say late developer, I mean, you know, a basketball kid that can, has been in football, but he, he's late kind of developing the physicality of the game, similar to Billy Walton in the last class. If you talk to the South Oak Cliff staff, on Billy Walt, we've talked about they said he was a great, he was an edge rusher, he could always get to the quarterback, but it wasn't until a senior year where he became a power five physical football player. And I think Bennett Warren made strides as a junior. And I think you'll see him take it up a big notch or two as a senior. Um, now that he's getting all these offers and he realizes what's in front of him and that he has a future in football. And look, he fits the large human profile. Kyle Flood had been through there in the spring. Uh Texas has been recruiting him all the way and up until they offered yesterday. Uh, Texas followed Oklahoma, Florida State, and A&M in offering in, in, in the last week or so. Uh, but Bennett's a kid who grew up liking Texas. He told me when I was there. Um, so I think Texas will be very much in the hunt here. He went to a game uh, this last season. Uh, I think he was at the camp in June. Uh, so he's he's had a chance to impress and be around the Texas staff. And him and Kyle Flutter building a relationship. Frazier's interesting to me. He doesn't really fit the frame of the large humans, but he's an Austin area kid. Right. He played opposite um, uh, of the Clemson signee from a year ago. Who's I don't know why his name's escaping me. You may remember it. Um, But at Vandergrift, they made a run to the state title. Ian Reed. Ian Reed. Yeah. Uh, And uh, yeah, the the first guy ever went to see a rugby practice for in this business. Uh, His father was a a tremendous rugby player, Ian Reed, going to Clemson. But Blake Frazier, um, you know, he played opposite Reed. He's a guy who kind of physically really coming into his own. Uh, he's not that large human frame. So that'll be interesting. All offers aren't the same. We'll see how hard Texas pushes some of these guys. I mean, Ori Williams has that large human frame. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian uh, and Flood were by that school last week. Flood was, watched him play basketball in December. Uh, so there's, there's a lot there on the offensive line. I think it was interesting. DeAndre Carter came in, but Brandon Baker went to Washington. And we had reported earlier, Baker was coming in and Carter wasn't. That's how this stuff flips in the junior days. Um, and I know we'll get to the defensive lineman, like a kid like Dominic McKinley uh, was not coming in until late, late, late in the week um, and, and checking around with sources on defensive line. So uh, yeah, the offensive line, I think they're offering the same guys they have been. It's large humans uh, with upside, uh, long arms, big frames, broad shoulders. Uh, obviously, Daniel Cruz is the top guy. Um, uh, there's no doubt about that. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm in the same belief, Bobby, that Texas, Oklahoma, all these schools are, I'm not sure. I don't use the word great very often, but I think he has a chance to be a great center. I mean, I really do. I think he has got a chance to be a big time player and he's going to be the top guy until he makes a decision. And I think that'll happen late in the summer before senior year, Texas will get an official visit in June. Um, a couple other guys, Michael Uni was
0: in, he, Mm -hmm. he looked, I mean, I saw pictures of him. He looked like a million bucks. Um, also Blake Ivy, Nate Kibble. Um, you know, Nyler Daniels, the big guy from Bergen Catholic.
1: Yes. Uh, two just a lot team.
0: of Ori Williams, another tall drink of water out of San Marcus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Nyer Daniels is a kid who Texas offered this year. Obviously, Sadir Mitchell's teammate, Kyle Flood has got a lot of connections up there. Former Rutgers coach from New York, Bo Davis was up there a couple of times and Nyer Daniels, is he's really high on the tackle board. That, I can tell you, Georgia's one of his recent offers. So, could be another Texas-Georgia battle there, like it was with Sadir Mitchell. Uh, we'll see on that. Michael Uini, a lot upside there. I mean, he the thing with him, Uini, Bennett Warren, Ori Williams, they're upside guys with great frames. Uh, Uini also has a little brother, I believe he's a freshman. He wasn't photographed on the visit. Maybe he was the guy taking the picture. Uh, but I had a coach in that district tell me he's going to be maybe just as talented as, as Michael Uwini. Um So I, I think he's a 6'4", 230-pound freshman at Copper's Cove right now. But Texas has those big bodies. You know who they're targeting. Texas was by Copper's Cove last week, Steve Sarkeesian, Kyle Flood, when they made their little syntax day, as the staff called it, where they hit all the schools in San Antonio in those areas. Uh, running back, look, Jarrett Gibson, Taylor Tatum, James Peoples, who looks great in a uniform. Now, you want to talk about a running back build. Uh, Frankie Arthur from Oak Ridge, little brother of Adrian Peterson. They had four really talented backs in. They're all in that similar frame, that 5'10", 5, 5'11", 5, 195, 200, 205 uh, type of frame. Then Brian Jackson. What was interesting to me yesterday, Brian Jackson from McKinney, who Texas offered early when Sarkeesian and the staff got to Austin. He told me Texas recruiting him as a running back. He's about six foot 225. So is that the different back versus the other four in this class? We'll have to see because you've referenced all the time, Bobby. Sarkeesian said he doesn't want to sign two of the same type of backs in a class. If Texas signs two backs in this class, maybe Brian Jackson, a six foot 230 pound type of guy, a downhill guy kind of guy for the SEC it would be a second back for them. We'll have to see. But it was interesting that Brian Jackson told me Texas is recruiting him at running back. Um, want to ask you about a
0: guy, I mean, at linebacker, there's uh, Peyton Pierce and, and Justin Williams mm-hmm. out of Oak Ridge and Lovejoy. Uh, those guys are are known were known commodities to me, and, and not in a bad way. I mean, they're both really good players. Who is Collage Co- Cobbins? That was a name that I was unfamiliar with that had an offer from Texas.
1: Yeah, he's an edge Linebacker hybrid kid out of Destrehan in Louisiana, home of Ed Reed, right? One of the one of the guys that LSU wishes they'd have offered over the years for Men's State.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook
1: Games. Um, uh, but look, Texas Terry Joseph recruited that school for many years. Bo Davis, Brandon Harris, all of them. But Terry really's recruited that school for years. Texas kind of had interest in Jai Eugene, uh, the senior riser of safety, whose father played at LSU. I believe he did sign with. Tulane, probably a better player than that. But, hey, Tulane beat USC. So uh, they've known about Cobbins for a while. He's an edge rusher. He's got really good feet. He's got a frame that's going to develop. And, look, that's what we're finding in Louisiana. Um, it, what's popping up in this class in Louisiana, and you say popping up, and they're twenty fours, but these kids develop at different rates. Cobbins was a known kind of commodity because he was at Destrehan, and that gets a lot of foot traffic. Then you have the kids that we we're talking about, Melvin – Uh, Melvin Lewis, defensive lineman, Dominic McKinley. There are a ton of defensive line edge guys popping up in Louisiana in 2024. And the reason I reference that is one, LSU can't take them all. You have to be in on them early to have a real shot. Um, And Texas has the staff to do it. Yeah, Um, I'm looking at this and we
0: haven't even mentioned Deontre Robinson. Uh, Jeffrey Rush from Pascagoula, Mississippi. We need to yeah. mention those, yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- those are big-time guys. I found it interesting, looking at all the defensive linemen that were on campus, only one from in-state has an offer, Yeah, and Alex January, a yeah. young man out of uh, Duncanville whose dad played at Texas. Uh, you find that interesting? That, I mean, I'm looking at it One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight defensive line offers on campus, only one from in-state.
1: I, I'm not surprised, Bobby, because going around, seeing the kids, look, it's a never a bad year in the state of Texas overall. But there's always positions that aren't as strong as others versus recent years. Defensive line right now, headed in the spring, is not, interior defensive line is not a strong position in the state. Alex January is an upside guy that you can play over the ball. He's got a big frame. He's more football focused now. He's not playing baseball this spring. Father played at Texas. Season ticket holders. He fits the large human over the ball, uh, kind of like the Jordan uh, Jonathan Davis does. Uh, a, a raw kid. Do Duncanville very high on coming in. They think he's gonna have a big spring and senior year. But after that. The kids in the state just aren't, prospect-wise at that position, aren't on the level as Mississippi's loaded. We talked about Dominant McKinley, who I – I don't know if you've watched the video, Bobby. I mean, six seven two six six two seventy. He 270. He intercepted two screens and took him to the house on the first two plays of his junior video. So a big kid who can really run, Alabama, Auburn, all those people have offered him recently. Um, then you get in the Mississippi's loaded in 24 now. I mean, Jeffrey Rush out of Pascagoula was on campus. Terrence Hibbler, a recent offer. Um, he told he was at Mississippi State yesterday. He told me he's going to be at Texas in March after he tried to get the Texas, just couldn't get it transportation-wise. Um, then you have Cameron Beavers from Bay Springs, a recent offer who Texas is going to try to get on campus, who's 6'4", 325. I mean, just go down the list. I mean, huge guys that are athletic in the state of Mississippi in 24 and Louisiana. Then there's Isaiah Faga out of Phoenix City Central. The interesting thing with him, he committed to Utah, and a lot of people didn't really understand why. One thing I learned late last night is his uncle's on staff at Utah, coaches defensive end. So we'll have to see if a Texas and Auburn can really pry him away. That one may be a tough one, but he was 6'2", 290 on the visit yesterday, so he passed that test. Uh, then you get to DeAndre Robinson, Orlando Jones, right, to Shard Choice, Bo Davis, tag team recruiting that one. Uh 6'3, 305. I mean, Texas had the right guys in yesterday. And for the fans out there that are wondering who's going to commit, who does Texas lead for? That's not where this is at right now. These are national recruitments or Southeast Region recruitments. What you have to do is cast a wide net and walk away with three guys. Probably two out of state, maybe Alex January in state. You need to walk away with three. But in order to do that, recruiting in Louisiana and East, you have to cast a wide net. And you have to get in on these guys early. You have to get them to campus multiple times. And you have to see which ones you can come away with. Because the reality is the rankings, the boards, they're all going to shift when these guys get evaluated further in the spring. But it's important right now to get that head start, get them on campus. Because if you're Texas and you try to wait until March, April, May, or June to get these kids on campus, you're toast. Yeah, they haven't been able to. I, I completely understand that. Um, you, this
0: is one of the great things about this junior day is that it they finally had this breakthrough day where they had 25 plus offers on campus yeah. at the same time. It has been a long slog for for uh, Steve Sarkeesian to do that. Texas A&M has been having those kind of days. LSU even uh, when Edward Geron was there, had those kind of days. Sark has now been in place for two years, had a good year, coming off a positive year, starting to get that traction uh, early in recruiting. Hey, Jerry, um, one thing I don't want to miss out on in talking about is there weren't many defensive backs on campus yesterday, but there were two guys that are super blue chip type guys, uh, right? Uh, uh, Kobe Black out of Waco Conley and Corleon Gibson out of Lancaster. Uh, those two guys, everybody in the country's offered. Basically, uh, you know, they had a couple other guys that I think are interesting players. Uh, defensive back out of Longview. Uh, I think another guy at Fort Worth Brewer as well. Tell tell us a little bit about Black and Gibson at this point because those are going to be national recruitments. I take it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey Gibson. When I was by Lancaster a couple of weeks ago, I felt like Texas and Alabama were the top two. I'm not discounting an Ohio State or anybody else in the mix, but it really felt like Texas-Alabama were were probably the two favorites with Ohio State right there and then all the other in-state schools and regional schools fighting to get him on campus again. But he was at Texas yesterday, scheduled to be at Alabama next weekend. So that'll be interesting to see how many of those kids actually – you know, you're scheduled versus actually showing up. Gibson's been to Alabama a couple of times. He was there for a game this year. He's at a couple of Texas games this year. Uh, so that really feels like where that recruitment is headed right now. The interesting thing with Gibson is he was a, he's been recruited at safety by Blake Gideon in Texas. He moved the corner this year and was unanimous all district corner. And he's got more of a corner frame on it. Honestly, when you see him in Percy, six foot and three quarters, about one seventy five, wiry, strong kid, just really built like a corner. Good arm length. Um, good ball skills so he wants to be recruited at corner he's not uh, he's not saying he wouldn't play anywhere else a nickel or something but he wants to be recruited at corner first and so that'll be an interesting thing to watch how Texas transitions that recruitment maybe from Blake uh, Gideon to Blake Gideon and Terry Joseph uh, because I believe Gibson was going to tell the Texas staff yesterday look I want to be recruited at corner first uh, Kobe Black is a true corner um no doubt about it six foot 190. Uh, I believe uh, he's going to be at AM or TCU next weekend. Brother obviously plays at Oklahoma State. This is one, look, Texas signed Jelani McDonald. Trey Wisner played at Waco O'Connolly. Texas has some things going in their favor in that regard. Also, potentially, you know, uh, opportunity. Ryan Watts being in his last year next year. There's uh, possibly some early opportunity there for Kobe Black. But I think Texas is going to be in this one all the way until the end. Uh, and look, they'll get him on campus uh, multiple times before he makes a decision.
0: Yeah, I, I'm thinking of it right now. And, and Texas is, is really in that scenario where they're... It's only a kick. Oh, a jump. A block. It's only a serve. Ah. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure.
1: You got this. Adidas.
0: they're trying to just set themselves up. Yes. Right? And, that, and they that, don't want to take too many commitments early, right? Yeah. They want to keep evaluating. All right. And uh, they had a number of 2025s on campus. We can't get to all of them today. Um, I do want to mention Xavier Upano, uh, a defensive lineman out of Denton Geyer. He was the one junior that got offered that hadn't already uh, right. been offered as of yesterday. Congratulations to him uh, for his uh, scholarship offer there uh, out of
1: Denton Geyer. Xavier And, Bobby, it's been a while since Galveston Ball had high-level prospects. Oh, Jonah Williams, yeah, yeah. And and Malcolm Simpson, the up-and-coming defensive lineman. I think Jonah Williams' tape is tremendous. I think he's a big-time national guy. It's been a while for Galveston Ball, so it's going to be interesting. Now they have a couple of guys. Hurricane Ike moved all those guys up into Lamarck. Dickinson, Clear Clear Springs. Springs. oh Yeah, exactly. So maybe Galveston ball is going to have a resurgence a little bit for a couple of classes. They made the playoffs this year, weak district, but still they won the games. But Jonah Williams, big-time recruit. Malcolm Simpson has a lot of ability at defensive end or D-tackle long-term. Yep. Uh, I want to sum up, Texas offers five new guys in total uh, yesterday
0: at the junior day, four of them uh, rising seniors. Bennett Warren out of Fort Bend Christian, Blake Frazier, out of Austin Vandegrift, both big offensive linemen. Melvin Hills, a defensive lineman out of Lafayette, Louisiana, Christian High School. And Kendall Jackson, defensive lineman out of Gainesville, Buholtz. Uh, 27, 28 guys in total for the class of uh, 2024 that had been offered or were offered as of yesterday on campus. Just a huge one. Additionally, Texas has offered a new 2023 rec- recruit. Jonathan Davis, big defensive lineman, six foot five, 300 pounds out of, uh, out of uh, Monticello High School, I think, in Lawrence County, uh, uh, Mississippi. Right. Or I may have gotten the high school in the town. No, you're right.
1: You're right, Lawrence okay. County.
0: Okay. Uh, also, want to mention a couple of things. Uh, please consider uh, a subscription to uh, Inside Texas. InsideTexas.com. Right now, we have a special. Uh, uh, until August 31, all new subscribers uh, for just $30. You'll get all of our junior day coverage. Uh, We're talking to these guys independently, uh, these recruits, as well as getting ready for spring practice. Uh, We talked about the portal, A.D. Mitchell coming on board on Friday. Uh, So thank you for uh, watching On Texas Football. Uh, For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, Thanks for watching.